Hi everyone and welcome back to the Makeup Musings podcast. I am trying to continue to be multi-channel with a lot of things. I did a video earlier on today. Well, I recorded the video on the same day I recorded this podcast just because I guess I could. So yeah, just trying to just trying to be as I say multi-channel, I guess. And and talk about things and on this occasion I'm I'm gonna take a leaf out of a book, metaphorically speaking, uh from Bookmark Chronicles and this is a video series from a very clever woman who I've chatted to before through her website who is is great with with books and with reviewing books and with understanding books and talking about books so i'm gonna take some inspiration from that and talk about some books that i've been reading recently to just offer up a few thoughts and a few views i suppose in a way i'm opening myself up here to some possible how could i put it not return fire, I think that's the wrong word. But bearing in mind, I have recently launched a book of my own. And I am fully aware that when you put something out there that you've written, that you've created from your own heart, mind and soul, it's very personal. Criticism of that might be a, a tough thing to take. And it's something which won't be pleasant for anyone. That being said, I also value the concept of honesty. And although it's a concept that all of us, I think, in some way, shape or form, struggle with, sometimes we just have to think to ourselves, you know what, we, we have to be... We have to be open and honest with when you know when we review something, talk about something in, in all walks of life. We have to offer up some honest views and opinions on on various subjects. So to begin with, I'm going to talk about a few books which I have read recently. The first of which I'm going to talk about is one called Transmission which is the first part of something called The Invasion Chronicles, and that is written by an author called Morgan Rice. And this book... I, I, I enjoyed this one. This was a little bit, I guess, unexpected to, to what I maybe had in mind. It was imaginative. It, it was creative. The, the story, and I'm not going to give away spoilers, of course, in case you listen to this podcast and you think you want to check it out. The story concerns a, a boy who has some, some serious medical issues. And these issues somehow lead him to some very unique abilities. And those abilities lead him into a whole world of trouble, to put it mildly, especially because they relate to contact with aliens, 
and they lead him on an adventure that he couldn't possibly imagine. And book one, which is the only one I've read so far of this series, ends on something of a cliffhanger. And it's quite a... For all the scope of this particular book, what I like about it is it doesn't lose sight of of the main character. It's all told through his perspective, his experience. He's a young boy, I think uh, from, from memory, he's, you know, 12 maybe 13 he's grappling with a lot of issues to to put it mildly and he's suddenly thrust into this larger than life situation but the book doesn't lose sight of of his perspective and his emotions and his experience during during all the turmoil that begins to unfold around him so I, I enjoyed it because it's a personal story and it, it doesn't lose sight of that at any point. Whilst offering up, of course, this, this larger world, this dramatic world, which suddenly erupts around this poor kid. So, yeah, I'm going to say that I enjoyed this one. And I'm definitely curious to take a look to see what happens in the sequels as and when I get a chance to, to reading them. The next book is one which perhaps I'm doing a disservice to in a way because I haven't managed to finish it. The reason I haven't managed to finish it is because, to put it bluntly, I find it to be very sexist and very... What's the word I'm after? It's an outlandish fantasy, shall we say, and outlandish fantasy has its place in, in stories. Of course it does. But the the nature of this and the manner of this, from what I've read so far, it pulls you out of the story. It's quite cringy in places with the dialogue, especially how it relates to, to, to the female characters in the story. And I don't feel comfortable, I guess, with with criticising books and stories that someone has taken the time to put out there because it is an expression of someone's self and someone's experiences in a lot of cases. But equally, as I've said at the beginning of this podcast, you have to try and be honest and open with feedback. And let's bear in mind here that this is my personal feedback as well. I'm not going to speak for everyone out there some people have read this book and, and it's had some fantastic reviews some people have read this book and it's had some miserable reviews and that's going to happen for every book out there there were people out there who could read things like you know, game of thrones and that kind of thing and slate it and that's fine because not everyone has to like it regardless of popular opinion in the end popular opinion is still just opinion and opinions vary. So with that in mind, this is a book, and this is called Wings of Steel. And that's the name of the overall series as well. And the first one is called Destination. And I've read about 25, just under 25% of this first book. And I, I have struggled to continue reading this book. Because the author... And and this could not necessarily be a reflection of the author himself. 
it might just be how he's chosen to write this book uh, uh, to appeal perhaps to a, to a certain audience. But the author in this book seems to display uh, a, a disdain for, for women. There's, again, without giving too much away, there's characters in this book who are uh, female characters who are meant to be CIA agents and that kind of thing, and yet they're hopelessly flaky, utterly dependent upon the lead character for guidance and support. The lead character kind of, shall I say, sleeps around, and in, in such a manner that kind of, you know, he's kind of playing upon this, this one particular woman character. There are aliens involved. It's a sci-fi story, which is one of the reasons why I looked at it, because it said sci-fi, and I, I do enjoy sci-fi. And, you know, there are, there are alien female characters involved who almost kind of instantly, and without any kind of backdrop, shall we say, fall hopelessly for the main character, who is, it would seem, an awesome pilot and uh, a magnet for, for the ladies, apparently, and can do no wrong. You know, he, he faces off against this this group of uh, sort of bandits and corrupt police officers at one point and kind of deals with that relatively easily. And... I don't know, I, without giving away loads and loads of detail and, and without kind of, I'm, I'm struggling to put this into proper words here. I've read some reviews which describe scenes for everyone into the book, which I haven't read yet. So I don't know how to process these scenes. But some of this stuff involves things like the main hero character, who's this big bravo butch macho man kind of thing. In in some cases, he's threatening people who are supposed to be on his side uh, to get them to do things uh, in order to then make sort of progress in the story. And apparently, he comes across you know, he comes across this alien ship, and he ends up aboard this alien ship this, with this group of different aliens. It's like a coalition, I guess, for lack of a better word. And all of a sudden, him and his people become the best the best space pilots in, in the galaxy when they had no prior training or experience in anything. And it all just seems a bit kind of over the top and, and not very well thought out. The main issue is the portrayal of, of female characters. It's done, as I say, in a very sexist way. The male characters are kind of fleshed out and fought out. The female characters exist, I think, purely to indulge, among other things, the sexual fantasies of the male characters and don't have any kind of character to them. As I say, there's this, this CIA agent, this woman who is in the CIA, who is very apparently flaky, uh, constantly getting emotional, drunk about how much she loves the main character, who she falls in love with pretty much instantly upon meeting him. Because <laughs> obviously that's, don't get me wrong, love at first sight I think exists, but the way this is done is very cheesy. And it, it's because of that, it just pulls you out of the story. And as I say, I've got about 25% of the way through. I haven't finished it yet. And I can't bring myself to finish it because there are other stories I'm reading which I've enjoyed far, far more. As an example of that, another one which I have been reading recently 
is one called The Signal by Nick Cook. And this is again a part of an ongoing series and The Signal is part one. And this concerns, again, it's kind of small in scale to begin with, I guess, for lack of a better word. So it kind of starts out in an observatory and there's only a handful of characters in it these characters are again quite well fleshed out and it's about dealing with this kind of mysterious signal and contact from from some form of alien ai and then trouble ensues based around that and that was quite a pleasant read it wasn't kind of something which gave you all the facts straight away. It's not the kind of story which was full of exposition. It was just a good read, and you uncover bits and pieces of the story as it goes on. You're left kind of, again, with a cliffhanger, and you're kind of thinking, well, you know what? That's a story that I'm quite intrigued to see how it continues. Not so, perhaps, well, two other stories that I've read. So, yeah, just a, a few things that I've read recently. Uh, one of them, by the way, is well, I've reread one book and I've read the sequel quite recently as well, almost sort of back to back. You've got, first of all, Shoot the Humans First, which is by an author called Becky Black, who actually I follow on Twitter and, and she follows me, which I'm quite proud of. Shoot the Humans First is another sci fi story. The title, the title kind of drew me in a little bit. It was like, hmm, that sounds different. And again, without giving away masses of spoilers, it's told through the perspective of one particular character, one particular soldier, and it deals with a rebellion of sorts because humanity has made quite a few enemies through being quite... How can I put it? They've played other species against each other and have done so for a while. And it, basically, these different species begin to catch on to that fact and decide to do something about it. And some humans also decide to do something about it, but albeit against the wishes, perhaps, of their superiors. And then the sequel is The Battle of Hollow Jimmy. And that deals with the aftermath of the events of the first book and I can't really talk about that in detail without giving away massive spoilers for the first book uh, what I will say is I've enjoyed both one of the things that that Becky Black does really really well is she doesn't tip her hand or tilt her hand too early there's not lots of sort of unnecessary filler as it were the story progresses over the course of the book and you're left wondering what's going to happen next. So you kind of learn, I guess, as to what's going on, as the characters learn what's going on, which is great. That's how it should be. Beyond that, I am finishing up a couple of books before I read other ones. The one which I'm reading at the moment is called Negation Force by Anthony James. And... Again, that is an ongoing series. I seem to have picked quite a few kind of 
uh, sort of sagas, I guess, to read. And that is something which I'm gonna, which I've been enjoying so far. This is a little bit more space opery in a way, or well, it certainly begins that way. It concerns the arrival of a powerful enemy to not just to humanity but to other species as well but this enemy is focusing on humanity at the moment and it deals with the question of sort of resources how militaries can kind of kind of wane a bit during peacetime and the trade-off between maintaining readiness for combat and and the cost of doing so the consequences of that and along the way, it has some, some interesting characters, an interesting alien species, which is a threat, with some interesting powers. I haven't finished that one yet. I am currently about 90... I'm 98% of the way through. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm looking at the one book. I don't lie. With Negation Force, I am 89% through. So I'm drawing towards the end, but I've enjoyed it so far. And I look forward to seeing what happens next again with that one. Once I'm finished with that, I will be reading something called Heart of Stone by Catherine Tricario. And I apologise, Catherine, if I've pronounced your surname incorrectly there. And this is something which I've recently downloaded. And it's not sci-fi, but without giving away the blurb, so to speak. It's um, something different. And every now and then, I think you should try and read different things. Well, I think I should. Ultimately, what you do is up to you. But I just think to myself, you know what? Let's try and move beyond the usual subjects. Because I'm terrible with, with things like that. I will focus on sci-fi almost exclusively. And every now and then, you know what? You should do something a little bit different. Push the boat out. Read something else. Or I think I should anyway. And that's why I've downloaded Heart of Stone. And I'll read that at some point. See what it's like. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Because uh, the author is someone that is on WordPress. And I follow their site. I follow the things that they say on Twitter as well. And judging from that, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy the book as well. Just as I hope, of course, that people enjoy my book, which, you know, as I said in my video earlier on, if it gets three out of five stars in terms of reviews over the course of time, if it gets 100 reviews and it gets three out of five stars from those reviews, if that's what it averages, I can live with that. If it earns me 50 quid between now and Christmas, I can be happy with that. Naturally, I'd hope it... You know, it does better than that, but I have to be realistic. I am not one of these amazing, brilliant authors that can say it's going to be a masterpiece. I'm not someone like, uh, for example, Peter Hamilton, who's written things like uh, the Night's Dawn trilogy and the Void trilogy and stuff like that. I am not in that league, and I'm not going to pretend to be. I just hope that people enjoy what I've written, it comes from the heart. It tells the story I wanted to tell in the way I wanted to tell it. It looks at themes that I wanted to look at in the way I wanted to look at them. 
and if you enjoy it please let me know if you don't enjoy it please let me know i would value honest feedback more than i would value sort of over the top gushing praise for something which doesn't deserve it or that you feel doesn't deserve it the only way that i'm going to learn as an author is with feedback and from there i can develop other ideas like for example the uh, the ideas for the sequels to this saga which already kind of written but are being changed so there is some work to do on the on the 20th saga as i call it and then there are other things as well that i'm working on i'm working on some stuff to do with a kind of like a dystopian future story i think the word dystopia is overused these days and often used in the wrong context but that's the only context i can think of which makes sense for this and the other story is not sci-fi at all it is set and grounded in the here and now and it concerns some some horrible deeds done in the past to some horrible people and the fallout and consequences of that many years later so those are things which i'm working on i'm hopping between these different things these different projects at the moment just when an idea hits me i'm trying to write it down so i'm being a little bit disjointed i guess in my writing but if i can't find the inspiration to write on one thing i'll write on while the other projects so at least i'm still keeping the ideas flowing keeping the brain matter thinking and working as opposed to just sort of stopping and and stewing on writer's block so i'm just trying to push through that by writing about other things and switching between subjects as and when i feel i should be working on that because of what pops into my brain so there will be from me other stories other books about different things emerging in the well at some point in the future i couldn't begin to say when i'm working full time again so of course a lot of my time is now occupied by being back at work and from long days that i have at work when you come home i'm not really in a creative place when i've been at work from eight in the morning till half five in the evening it's it's hard to then switch on the creative juices sit down and write stuff i have tried to and i have succeeded on a few occasions but it has been somewhat challenging and somewhat tough to do that but these these other stories these sequels they will appear at some stage and i hope you enjoy them i hope you find them to be as fun to read as i found to write and i think that's what i'm going to sign off on i guess on this particular podcast if you are someone that is looking at getting into writing stories for me personally and this is only talking personally here other people might say something different i think the first person that you need to please with anything that you write is yourself if you are not entertained by the story you're telling 
and the way you're telling that story, you cannot reasonably expect anyone else to enjoy what you've had to say. You have to write first and foremost for you to make yourself happy. And if you're happy with what you're writing, you're going to feel confident about it and you're going to want to keep doing it. And that's how you can sooner or later churn out the story you want to tell. That is only, as I say, my personal view on that subject. That's the advice I would give to any aspiring writer out there. And that's how I'm going to sign off this podcast. Write for you first and foremost and have fun doing so. As usual in these uncertain times, I wish everyone well. I hope you're all staying safe during the middle of this strange, crazy world that we're living in right now. And I will look forward to doing more podcasts for you. Take care, everyone.